The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to be inspired, uplifted, and motivated to greatness? It's time for Star Style. Be the star you are. With your effervescent personal growth coaches, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and health specialist, Heather Brittany. Define your vision, discover your passion, and design your future in this power-packed hour of life-changing talk radio. Featuring authors and success experts dedicated to helping you achieve the results you deserve. Be entertained, edutained, encouraged, and empowered. Smile, have fun, and celebrate you. Explore your potential and embrace your possibilities with your hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany on Star Style. Be the star you are, starting right now. And welcome to radio's finest hour of power. It is star style. Be the star you are time. My name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are your personal growth success coaches right here with you on the airwaves every week. We know you have a plan for your life. You set your goals. You know where you want to go. And we know there are always detours. And that's where we come in. So we want to help you ignite your power and shoot for the stars and help you to land on them. We have you on our radar, and we're going to help you fix what's broken. I hope it helps fix my computer, too. In today's show, (laughs) Heather's going to talk about the risk that having belly fat poses to everyone in health matters. I'm going to attempt to give you some ideas to help your child through a stress-free college admission process. And we'll talk about the fall harvest in segment three. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you for writing, speaking, and media interviews. Call 925-377-STAR or visit starstyleproductions.com. You can be the star you are. And this is from Dennis Waitley, author, speaker, and trainer. Courage means to keep working a relationship, to continue seeking solutions to different problems, and to stay focused during stressful periods. Well, Heather, we are staying focused today. I am trying to have that courage. It's been a full eight days of my computer I know, the Mercury and retrograde thing is killing us both. I know, and yours is completely blown up. I have been at um, the Mac Geniuses four times already since we were last on the air last week, and on tech support with GoDaddy every single day for a minimum of four hours, and it's still not fixed. So after this show and after Express Yourself, that I'm producing tonight. I'm going back to Apple and hopefully we will get this stressful period done, you know, once and for all because this isn't supposed to be happening to Max, but it's probably something that I did. It's probably human error. Anyway, that's probably increasing the belly fat on me and risking, you know, risking the uh, my heart disease, all this, this stress. 
we forget, Heather, do you not feel this? You really forget how important your computer is to you, at least for me, for work purposes. I hate how, I mean, it's, it's, I think with all electronics, especially in this day day and age, it's such a love-hate relationship that we realize um, our computers, our phones, how reliant we are on our cars, everything that when, you know, something that, you know, 50 years ago, 20 years ago, people didn't have, and suddenly when you don't have that access, I mean, today, instead of sending a letter, we send emails, and we don't just answer our phones or have, I, I know very few people even have uh, you know, uh, answer machines anymore. Everyone has their self. They are so reachable. And I know this whole Mercury and retrograde thing is just put both of us through a tailspin with all our, our energy crashing and burning we, up. And, oh, we really so are. <laughs> we really are connected, soul connected somehow, because it's so weird when something happens to you, something happens to me, and vice versa. It's like we're always going through similar cycles. But I'm sure it's going to get fixed. It's just, I, I for me, I feel really badly because... Just in the last couple of weeks on LinkedIn, evidently I've had many recommendations written about me from people yeah. and businesses. And I want to say thank you and I want to return the favor and I cannot find anything. So I keep, I, I can't get emails. So, and I lost everything that I've done for the last four years. So this is very frustrating. Well, anyway, uh, let's get on to an expanding No, no you got a great thing because actually a big thing with all the stress we're going through actually relates straight into belly fat because a, fat, a stress hormone our body makes is cortisol. And it's sort of that fight or flight syndrome that, right, um, right. you know, back in the caveman days, when they said, are we going to starve? Are we going to have food? Are we going to fight or fight? So cortisol is actually a stress hormone, and that actually can contribute, slow down our metabolism, and and make us a little bit fatter. And as we know, in certain cultures, you know, rubbing that big Buddha belly is for good luck, but if you've got that Buddha belly... Ooh, you are not in luck when it comes to your health. <laughs> I love the, I love the way you call it the Buddha belly because it's mm-hmm. true. Ever since we decided to do this topic, I, and in this last week, as I've been, you know, going to these yeah. I've been looking at people's bellies, and wow, we even tiny, thin people. I don't know if it's beer bellies or just Buddha bellies, but I see tons of people walking around with that big belly hanging over their belt. Yeah, and you know, a big thing about it that um, and I'll get into in just a second about the two different kinds of fat, but I, you know, that, that belly bubber, that, that spare tire, you know, whatever, you know, the love handles, whatever you want to call it. Actually, um, what, what we're discussing today is how, um, you know, fat in general and not all fat, good, I'll, but actually having that excess weight um, on your waistline, stomach fat, um, is endangering your health in, in enormously. Um, it can, you know, develop. It increases your risk for heart disease, stroke, high blood pressure, diabetes, even cancer. You name it, um, the increase is is higher by the thing. Um, and so, something you know, just to consider when we start looking into all of this about what's going on with here. Um, there was actually a study that I found that the, I love um, when they do little abbreviations. It's EPIC, but it stands for the European Perspective Investigation into Cancer and Nutrition. So they make it stand for EPIC. They did a big study in looking um, for people, you know, in their health and their diets, and they actually found that people that had the most uh, belly, the fat, 
in their belly um, will double the risk of dying prematurely. And that's everything I talk about, from cancer, heart disease, diabetes, you know, stroke. And, and Heather, that does include thin people, too, because I never thought yeah, of belly fat of being on thin people, but people... You know, people, anybody can have it. It doesn't mean yeah. that you have and to be overweight. And that's, you know, a big thing of a lot of people, um, a lot of people on the outside may look very thick. Because you know there are those, there are those women that you just can't stand because they will eat an entire cheesecake and lose four pounds. And you look at a carrot and you gain 15, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but just because you're thin doesn't exactly mean you're healthy. And um, a big thing, you know, a lot of people is they think, okay, well, fat must be the culprit. You know, I should cut fat out of my diet. And fat isn't the thing we, we need we need that to survive. You know, we want to, you know, you want to have a healthy diet, but as, as we always try to discuss in our health matters, you know, is finding that balance and a well-brand because, you know, fatty tissue, um, it, our body needs it. It helps us store energy. It regulates our hormones, just as we talked about, um, how, you know, stress hormones in our body. It helps us absorb vitamins and minerals and it provides us with that built-in insulation and actually, a healthy person should still have 20 to 35% of their diet should consist um, with fat in it. Uh, a big thing, however, um, to consider is that you want to knock out, you know, uh, trans fat and, and um, you know, trans fat and, um, mon- you know, the, the saturated fat. Those are the things um, that can actually you know, add on to our stomach and make us unhealthy. And a big thing here. So I know you're hearing everything from the outside because I'm enjoying our beautiful sunshine right now. Um, the two kinds of fat that we want to consider is the viscal fat as well as the, I'm going to pronounce this so wrong and I apologize to all of you, um, the subcutaneous fat. The subcutaneous. Exactly. Subcutaneous. So, so that's the, 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 I'll just call it the, the, S, the SF fat. That's yeah. the visual fat. That is that spare tire, that beer belly, that something hanging over. But that's not actually risky. That's sort of just, you know, false appearances. Um, the thing that we're concerned about is the viscal fat. And that's the kind of fat that hides inside of the body. And what it is, is it surrounds um, all your abdominal organs. And as we know, in our stomach, is there's, you know, our kidneys, our liver, um, our pancreas, there's so many vital organs um, within, you know, within our tummy. And the big thing why people are kind of curious, you know, and I think, you know, we've been, it's it's always so hard to follow the news because one week they tell you wine's good for you, the next they tell you it's bad or, or eggs are good or eggs are bad and all that kind of stuff. Why, I think a lot of times we get on this whole thing about hating fat. And as you said, fat in your diet is important. You do need fat, and actually, by having it completely try and knock out all fat can actually counteract in your diet, that your body, your body needs something, and your, your body is, is a, a tool that, you know, beyond, as much as we know about it, it, it does things beyond our control, and getting back to that fight or flight thing, that when our bodies don't get enough fat in our intake, in our diet, it starts, when we're starving ourselves, basically, your body gets that fight or flight of back in the caveman things, is this going to be my last meal? So your body, your metabolism slows down and starts to store things incorrectly. It's not processing them. So well, and it also, means- your metabolism also slows down in middle age, and then for women especially, 
after menopause. And the story, you know, what I was reading in the Journal of American College of Cardiology, the fact that doctors um, have traditionally always looked at, as you were saying, the overall body fat when figuring out if a patient, uh, you know, might be at risk for heart disease or if they should start losing weight. But now what they're focusing their attention on is that waist to hip ratio. So if you Mm -hmm. have a big waist compared to your hip, that that's when um, you are really, really at high risk of death from the heart disease. And you know what they said the danger zone was? A 35-inch waist for or higher for women and a 40-inch waist for men. So it's, you know, it's uh, 35 inches isn't really that huge when you yeah. think about it. But, I mean, yes, but that know, really puts you at risk. Yeah, and I think the, the big thing is, um, I think over time now why, again, that everything sort of, we have to look at the big picture of why so much new information is being um, let out, but it's as well as education is getting higher, you know, doctors are, know more about our anatomy, um, but as well as as much as the advancements in science and health, um, it's something that always blows my mind is that, um, I forget what the actual number is, but how the United States has and some ridiculous billions amount every year on diet pills and health clubs and and diets and workout videos and all. And yet we are one of the most obese countries. Um, it, it, it's such a you know such a, a different kind of action as I think in today's society, which is the good or the bad, is we become a world of convenience. Just as we said, how gosh, so frustrating our computers aren't working or our cell phones and all these things. Um, it's made our life so convenient. You don't even have to go to the grocery store anymore. You can go online, collect, pick out what you want, and they deliver it to you. Everything is at the tip of your fingertips. And that makes it so you're not getting up. You're not moving. A lot of people have more sedentary jobs now where they're sitting at a desk all day long. And I, something, I know we've, we've touched on it before. There, there's actually a, um, a, a cookbook and such an actual book called something like French Women Don't Get Fat. And it's talking how do the French drink bottles of wine and eat the richest cheese and the richest food, and yet they're these skinny, you know, very thin, elegant women. Well, they walk everywhere, and nothing is at their convenience. That They don't have superstores. They have a bread store at one side of town, and then they have to walk clear across town to go to the cheese store. That they're constantly moving, and they actually take, you know, in Mexico they take the CS. They actually shut down life for a good two hours, enjoy a meal, take their time. In today's society, we sit at our desk. We're 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 working. We're on the phone. We're just harboring it down. We're not consciously, consciously um, watching what we're eating. So, you know, so many things we're doing for us, um, talking about the good and bad fat is we need fat in our diet. Your body well, needs Heather, to. Well, I get it that we need the fat in our body, but what can we do for those people who have belly fat? What can we, they do to get rid of it? What are well, the, are there specific well, exercises? Well, is it the, the beer that people are drinking? You know, is it alcohol? What is you it? You have to have that correct balance that a lot of people, is, when it comes to exercise, you can exercise all day long, but if you're eating, you know, junk food, you're not going to be, you may be staying at a one lane, but you're not going to be making any progress. So it's finding that happy medium. Exercise at least 30 minutes a day. We've touched on other shows. You don't have to be hitting the gym if you're not a gym person. Just get up and move. Do physical things, housework, gardening, 
um, or hit the gym. Go for a walk. Go for a walk after a meal. Um, you need, you know, routine, moderate exercise, and you know what's going to fit your body as well if you have any kind of injuries. As well, balancing your meals, portion control, eating smaller meals frequently, um, making sure you're getting lots of proteins, which fill you up, and you can have non, you know, non-fatty proteins, um, doing that for you too. And monitoring yourself. If there's something too that you feel, you know, this is maybe too overwhelming, you don't know how to regulate it yourself, go to your doctor, have tests done, you know, have them check your cholesterol, your blood level, and your waistline. I feel the BMI is sort of an inaccurate um, measure of, 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 you know, our, our weight and body circumference and our fat. But how and that's I- exactly what the research is showing now, that it is not accurate anymore. And to that, of course, we're running out of time. I just want to say that with the new Obamacare health plans, um, most health plans now allow for an annual checkup that will include all these things you're saying, where you get your blood pressure, your cholesterol, your heart rate, you know, all the all the different tests. They do blood tests and urine tests, and you can find out where you are. And if you are at risk, you want to know about it because a lot of times there aren't warning signs, and that is other than maybe that big belly. So if you're suffering from the Buddha belly or the beer belly or the baby <laughs> belly, whatever it is, you want to take care of it. Heather, great segment. I I don't want um I don't want a Buddha belly. I don't think that's yeah. Right. We don't want to be rubbing that for good luck. <laughs> no, I think I can rub other things for good luck. Okay, <laughs> give out the website. Heather. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, you can rub that. I'm sorry. Could you, so yeah, most definitely. If you want to uh, get something good, get a great book. Check us out on our show. Go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. Very good. And I want to just remind everyone that starting in just a couple of weeks is the ninth annual essay contest, a national essay yeah. contest, which you can win money, you can win a guest spot on this show, on Express Yourself, you get books, you get a lot of publicity from websites and newsletters and all this stuff. So go to btsya.com. And you'll see it on the home page, how to enter the essay contest, or you can go to be the star you are dot org and it will be there as well. So Heather, thank you so much. When we come back from break, we are gonna go into the college admissions process. Don't get freaked out. I have some tips to keep you on track. I've been doing a lot of coaching for essays in the last couple of weeks. So my name is Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Star Be the Star You Are. And Heather Brittany. Yes, we will be back in a bit. Thank you, Heather, for a great segment. You don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take World Talk Radio on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. 
get a positive prescription for living and discover a cure for adversity when you make a difference in the lives of others by donating to Be the Star You Are, a 501c3 top-rated charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth through increased literacy, positive media, and tools for living. www.bethestarur.org. All donations are tax deductible. www.bethestarur.org. Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. If you want to grow your business, here are 10 tips that experts agree can help this happen. Brand and create brand awareness. Partner with compatible companies. Assemble a team of the best professionals. Motivate and inspire employees. Do what you do best suited for and hire someone else to do the rest. Establish uniqueness. Focus, focus, focus. Exploit and explore needs in the marketplace to evolve new products. Expand with a strategy and persevere, persevere, persevere. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite for Star Style. Visit StarStyleProductions.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. Are you a teenager with lots to say but no one to talk to? Let your creativity explode and your voice be heard on the radio program Express Yourself, a show by teens, for teens, and about teens. No topic is off limits as you connect with teens with attitude. Check out Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel and join our global community where teens talk and the world listens. www.btsya.com. You can express yourself. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Get ready to be inspired, entertained, and motivated to greatness with positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Turn up the volume. Tune in to the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, back to the program with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. You'll find all you need in a life that shines. Well, thanks for staying with me here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'm Cynthia Bryan, your writing, acting, media, and lifestyle coach. Lately, I've been doing a lot of coaching for teens who are applying to college and need some help massaging and crafting their college essay. Everyone seems to be really stressed with the process, but there are ways to sail through this with a positive outlook. Is your child considering college? How can you get through the admissions madness with a step-by-step guide? Well, whether your kid is a freshman or considering the next big step by applying right now, I want to help you. 
applying for college shouldn't be a contest of who is getting in. And kids and parents need to take a voyage of discovery to find out who they are, what they love, and then match the college to that. Getting ready to apply for college involves focus and hard work, but you don't want to lose your mind. So cast your search and then to the so-called good schools, you want to get real about what you want from a school. You don't want to trip about the future or all the things outside your control. And you just want to go, you know, one foot in front of the other. Stop believing that where you go to college is going to define the rest of your life. Much of the admissions mania stems from the fact of many people call it the good school syndrome, and it's the belief among bright students and families, and especially those that live in affluent areas, that going to one of a number of small prestigious universities is that golden ticket to great jobs and a great life. And there is a debate about whether an undergraduate degree from UC Berkeley or Stanford or Harvard or any other prestigious school will make any difference at all in your future earnings, career opportunities, or even the happiness. This debate has grown more urgent as the sluggish economy and the rising costs of college heighten the question of the impact of an expensive education. There is at, uh, at Stanford School of Education, Denise Pope is a senior lecturer, and she says that where someone goes to college doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. It's one of those many decisions that students make that shape their world, but the, the reality is, is that college that you attend is not going to be the end-all and be-all. Applications for UC Berkeley um, for this year, for example, they're saying that the stories of students and parents, they're telling themselves about the necessity to go to a very prestigious school and that to get that diploma there is not based in reality. If, oh, there are kids that will first go to a junior college, community college, and then they can transfer to one of the four-year colleges or a good, you know, a good school like UC Berkeley or, or Harvard or Stanford. And you'll spend much less money than anybody who goes to a four-year college. You'll do things your own way, and you'll come out of it with some really great life experiences. Regardless of where you stand on the debate about elite schools, the fact is that many students are not destined to go to one, and not because they lack intelligence or other qualities that predict future success. Let's take a look at the latest round of admissions submitted by 77 college to the New York Times. And this was, there was a total of 247,749 people who applied to the nation's 10 most selective schools. Those schools were Brown, Columbia, Cooper Union, Dartmouth, Duke, Harvard, Juilliard, Princeton, Stanford, and Yale. Now combined, the school said yes to only 19,969 of those applicants. That means only 8% got in. Now UCLA and UC Berkeley, these are the two most prestigious California public colleges. Those other ones were private. They received 161,702 and 72,657 applicants, respectively, the 161,000 for Berkeley, and admitted fewer than one in four. So applying to any of these elite private schools is a crapshoot. And more than one uh, counselor will tell you that even if you are the most super of superstar students, 
you can be turned down for several reasons. And some of the, sometimes those reasons are reasons that you don't even have a clue about. For example, the school might have met its quota for students from a certain geographic region, or it has to honor a legacy applicant, or the music program needs a piccolo player and you don't play the piccolo. So as public attention focuses on selective um, and how selective these schools are, we tend to ignore the fact that many other colleges, including those uh, that are just a little bit less in the prestigious tier, say yes to a high proportion of eligible, of eligible applicants. So you want to look at some of these campuses. And don't forget there are private and out-of-state institutions that don't require straight A's or near-perfect SATs or a statement about how you saved someone from a burning building or pioneered the next billion-dollar tech company. Students will say, there's just no way I can go to college. And then they'll talk about the classes that they haven't taken or how bad their grades are. But the reality is, yes, you can. You can go to college. You you just have to find the right college. Now, here in California, we are home to more than 70 private colleges. But the United States is dotted with more than 4,000 public and private two- and four-year institutions. Some are liberal arts colleges with sterling reputations in certain disciplines. Others are state schools serving tens of thousands of students. And they're located in small towns, big cities, near mountains, farms, lakes, beaches. And they cater to students with a wide range of talents, interests, and learning styles. So there really is something for everybody. Now, U.S. News and World Report has often been blamed for fueling admissions mania because it does these school rankings. And it's not celebrating the lesser-known colleges that offer great value, except for sometimes they'll say that these are up-and-coming colleges like Chapman or University Pacific or Pepperdine, um, those kind of colleges. But, you, you know, there's a lot of good colleges, Lewis and Clark, uh, Whitman, Reed, Colorado, Antioch, Claremont, Pomona. Counselors are really eager to despair to dispel parents' assumptions that it's always more expensive for students to attend private and out-of-state schools, you have to look at scholarships and tuition box because a lot of private colleges can be very generous with financial aid. For example, St. Mary's College in the area where I reside has a $39 million undergraduate aid fund. So that's a lot of aid that they can give to, to uh, people. Uh, our be the Star You Are team, Stephen Zhao, just got a full scholarship to Pepperdine. And he was debating between Loyola Marymount and Pepperdine, and Loyola Marymount could only give him a partial a tuition break, and Pepperdine gave him a full ride. So he went with it. So we have to think about those things. Can you get the money from a private school? There's a lot of, there are a lot of schools like that. Also, some of the smaller schools, maybe in Montana or Colorado, Arizona, maybe they can also guarantee that you'll graduate in four years, whereas California budget cuts mean that UCs and California State Universities can't offer classes that the students need to graduate in four years. The average is creeping up to six years now for graduation, so that can really get expensive for everywhere. 
And remember that you're, you're, the idea of a bad school, I'm not sure unless it's not rated, it's, there's not really bad schools. What there are is places that you're not going to like. You really need to look at everything when you are deciding on a school. Check out the weather. Check out the people. Check out the location. Are you a beach person? Are you a mountain person? Do you want a city? Do you want a small town? Do you want big classes? Do you want small classes? There's a lot to think about. So you really want to find the ideal school and have the right fit that is going to fit your child's interest, personality, learning style, and future aspirations. So it's important for students and their parents to get a grip early on what is possible. Now, talking about um, SATs or the ACT, most colleges accept both tests. And each is suited, is suited to different students' learning and test-taking styles. I personally don't like either of them, and I think they should be abolished. But uh, since they're, they are there, they are part of the, the um, admissions process right now, I guess we don't have a chance. So ideally, students should take both tests in their junior year, see which nets the highest score, and then decide which one they want to retake to get a better score. And as far as preparing for it, there has been an entire industry that has grown up around helping students prepare for these tests with costs running into the hundreds and thousands of dollars. So whether you choose to just study on your own or to hire a tutor, you really want to expect to put in at least 50 hours over a two-month period to get you know a heads-up on either of those tests. And when it comes to writing the essay, Essays are critical, and what I'm finding when I'm working with kids, they write their essay and then they bring them into me, and there's a lot of misspellings, the sentence structure isn't correct, their, their stories don't make sense, or they're trying to talk about what they think somebody wants to hear, and that's not the way to do it. So you want to be really clear on that. On uh, tuition breaks, oh, and I want to say something else about we had Dr. Don Martin on our show on Express Yourself Teen Show just uh, recently, and he is an admissions officer. And what he was saying about the show is that, uh, and about um, writing essays, is how important it is to write from a personal story. And when it comes to recommendations, it's critical that whoever recommends you knows you personally and knows your work personally. He even quoted uh, how they got one admission from, that had a recommendation from Al Gore, but it was so obvious that Al Gore didn't even know this person that he was, the kid was rejected. It wasn't because of the recommendation, but it was because of the lack of personal recommendations. So keep that in mind as well. Now, talking about tuition breaks, um, there are a lot of different tuition breaks, so you want to see if you are eligible to a reduced tuition of 150%, which is the resident tuition at some two- and four-year colleges, or if you are going to get any kind of scholarship. So just be aware that all of that happens. Also, this fall, Idealist is bringing hundreds of graduate schools to 17 cities across the country. So if you were applying to graduate school, and you uh, didn't really know where you wanted to go or if you could afford it or if you even need it, this is a great opportunity to meet in person with admissions staff from a variety of programs. 
you can go to idealist.org to check out where to get information, and I think that will be really, really uh, really, uh, helpful for you. So uh, finally, the one thing I want to say for parents is it's really critical to support your son or daughter's decision to follow their own path. What is meant to be is meant to be, and we can't push our kids into a school or into a program because that will be the school where they won't be happy. And you can, you can find out how you'll do by visiting colleges, finding, meeting people. And keep in mind, too, that some colleges do recruit, recruit you. Heather was a guest on Express Yourself, and she shared her story of how she had applied to San Diego State University um, and was rejected five times in three months. And in that time period, she just kept reapplying and resending things in. Finally, they literally recruited her. Why? Because she was so persistent, even, they did, even though they did not have an appeals process. But they ended up recruiting her because anybody who wanted to be in school that much was going to do well in school. So it was, if you want something badly, meet the people, let them know what your passion is, let them see the real you. You never know that face-to-face can really work for you. Well, we are going to take a break, but when we come back from break, we're going to be going into the, to the Autumn Garden for a fall feast. And I do just want to remind any listeners out there, if you do have a student that is uh, preparing for college and writing essays, whether it be for, for a university or for grad school, and they need coaching, I can be uh, contacted and we can do it via Skype, via email, by phone, or in person. So call me, 925 925- 377-7827, email me, Cynthia, at star-style.com, and we'll see if we can get you going. There's no need to stress about it. Everyone can write a great essay. Sometimes they just don't know how to get going. All right, we'll be back in just a bit. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and you're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And I am having computer and technological issues today, so thank you for bearing with me. We have to have courage that this too will end back in a bit. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are you living your dreams? Want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin? Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations. With personalized sessions by phone or in person, you'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. CynthiaBryan.com. You can be the star you are. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. 
Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you Looking for unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for the special woman in your life? The Carmony Collection creates handmade handbags, clutches, candles, and canvases from vintage and recycled fabrics, bangles, and beads. Be eco-friendly and fashionable with prices for all pocketbooks. Visit www.carmonycollection.com. That's Carmony with a K and Collection with a K. Or call 925-785-7827. You're listening to the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Be the star you are. You are the star. Turn up the volume, grab a seat, and get ready to be challenged, inspired, and motivated to greatness. It's power party time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your hosts, the mother-daughter dynamic duo, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Thank you for staying with me. Oh, this is a frustrating day. I'm truly having tech problems between here on the radio and you hearing me and then my computer and all of that. I know this too shall pass, and I am going to keep that positive attitude. But in the meantime, uh, we will move forward. And thanks to Matt and my uh, my World Talk Radio team for doing the best they can to make me sound all right despite all these issues. Well, we are going into the garden for fall, and there's an English saying that says, tickle it with a hoe, and it will laugh into a harvest. Well, when I was a kid, after a summer of utilizing the grape tanks as our private swimming pools, September ushered in the seriousness of harvesting in the vineyards. Of course, as you know from previous shows, I grew up on a farm, and we grew grapes, walnuts, cattle, and kids. Now, my entire family worked in the fields alongside the Mexican laborers, picking grapes from dawn to dusk. It definitely helped me not only learn Spanish but love the language until I actually moved to Mexico to learn it more fluently. But the most exciting part of the day would be what we called the hall, and that was when one of us as the children would be chosen to accompany my dad to a winery in Napa Valley, pulling two big tank trailers that we used to be our swimming pool, filled to the brim with Cabernet Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Merlot, Petit Syrah, Zinfandel, or Sauvignon Blanc, depending on which varietal had reached its peak sugar content. When the autumn weather was exceedingly hot, the halls could be thrice a day, and often we didn't return to the farm until long after dark. Yet my table, my mom's table, always was waiting, and it was laden with a garden feast. So on days when we weren't picking, we manned the fruit and vegetable stand which we sold of just fresh-picked produce, whatever was ripe in our orchards, as well as the freshly laid eggs, because my I put myself through college by raising chickens and selling the eggs. And we would sell all this to the city slickers for pennies on the dollar. I mean, literally, the, a dozen of eggs was 30, 40, or 50 cents, and a full a pound of grapes was 10 cents. And then for those people who wanted what we call you pick, they could go out into the vineyards and 
gorge themselves with as many grapes as they wanted and then pick whatever they could put in a box and it would still be weighed and it, then they got it for six cents <laughs> a pound. Obviously, we didn't make a lot of money doing this, but it was our way to get some fresh produce into city people's lives. Well, fall harvest. Can any two words evoke more delicious memories from mouth-watering tomatoes to plump purple eggplants to crispy tangy apples and sunflowers on the sun deck? September is really a cornucopia of scrumptious freshness ripe with expectation. If you hoed a spring garden or you've been tending a fruit orchard for a few years, this is the season of plenty. For those of you who prefer to let others do the sowing and the growing, I prepared a list of some of the just-harvested produce for purchase that you can find right now in farmer's markets, corner stands, or maybe just from your neighborhood kids that may be, you know, their parents are having a backyard garden. So here is just a few of the good things that are out there fresh. And for those of you who can't find it at a farmer's market or in a, a local field stand, look for these in your supermarket because it's always best to eat fresh. They include grapes, blackberries, apples, figs, lemons, quince, Pears, plums, white peaches, nectarines, elderberries, raspberries, sweet corn, tomatoes, sweet potatoes, eggplants, peppers, tomatillos, zucchini, cucumbers, squash, olives, beets, carrots, onions, horseradish, and melons. And I just harvested yesterday my potatoes, and just these are red potatoes. And I want to tell you how I planted them because it was just an experiment for me. What I did, and you might laugh at this, but you know how you buy red potatoes or any potatoes at the grocery store, and sometimes there's a blemish, so you cut off those little eyes, or sometimes when they start growing a sprout, you're not quite sure what to do with it. So I cut off the eyes, and I just put them in dirt. Well, it didn't take too long. About, I don't know, about a month they sprouted uh, leaves, and they, they have first a stem and then leaves, and the, the plant itself is quite pretty. So when the plant dies back, it means that your potatoes are ready to harvest. Well, I got from each plant about 12 potatoes varying in size from the size of maybe a Brussels sprout to a size of a really big red potato. We had them for dinner last night, and they are absolutely de- delicious. And you can just imagine how great they are packed with um, the vitamins and minerals. So if you don't do anything else, get a pot that's at least 12 inches deep and put some potting soil in it and cut off the eyes of these potatoes. It doesn't matter. You can have an apartment or a windowsill. And just see if you can grow some potatoes. You do need a fairly large pot because they will grow down you know, eight inches or so, and it's better if you kind of heap them up. But in any case, that's a really fun project, especially for kids. Now, harvest stands, if your garden isn't producing any of these yummy indulgences that I just spoke about, maybe you want to take a day trip to local, uh, a local farm somewhere. You can tap into your inner farmer, you can grab your overalls, and you can head to the fields for farm fresh food. What you'd want to do is just go to your Google or your search engine and tap in uh, that you want to go to Harvest Stand or Fresh 
food stands or fruit stands and put down your county. So, for example, I'm in Contra Costa County in California. So I could type in field stands or fruit stands, Contra Costa County, California, and I'll find what is the best resource. In, uh, in our county, there is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to educating the general public and foodies about farming and its products and improving agritourism and education. It's called Harvest Time, and they publish a farm trail and a, um, a map for UPIC locals as well as a harvest calendar. So you can find that, too, anywhere you are in the country, and that way you'll be able to find your favorite produce. It will be ripe and ready. And in addition, you'll be able to get flowers, condiments, nuts, and other goodies. Some of these uh, fruit stands and farm stands, they'll sell wreaths. They'll still sell uh, flower arrangements. Some of them sell their homemade jams and jellies. It is, it's really, really a great thing to do. And almost everybody loves going out for an afternoon and doing that. So, you know, venture out. These modern-day produce stands are kind of a far cry from what we did when we were kids, we had two rustic sawhorses and then we had a plank of plywood. That was our creation. But the modern-day ones, they offer field-to-table freshness and flavor you're not going to find anywhere except in your personal potager. So whether you want to eat fresh, can, freeze, dry, make sauces, pies, cobbler, cider, jelly jams, you want to load up your wagon this month and also in the beginning of October with all these ranch indulgences and I like to say it's like squirrels gathering acorns, you know, for the winter. You can jumpstart your winter stores with the nutrients and the essence of healthy crops and have your own harvest homecoming. It's time to pick a peck and make those pickled peppers. So what else can you do in your garden this, sum- this September? From preschool to grad school, class is back in session right now. And I know everyone is saying, where did the summer go? Um, Next week, autumn actually begins on September 22nd. It's actually the first day of autumn, so we're only a week away. I hope we'll have sunshine for another month because I am a sun goddess. But the good news is that with all the fresh, juicy, ripe fruits and vegetables available now, our kids can enjoy a nutritious and a delicious home packed lunch. So autumn is harvest time and everyone benefits from the length and the width of life right now. So make sure to bring your family out to those fields and bring them to pear festivals. And if you are in the California area, Northern California area, uh, you may want to come to the Pear and Wine Festival that is happening. More information on our uh, Be The Star You Are BTSYA Dot com Under events, you can savor pies and local wines and fresh fruits. September is a month of festivals everywhere, harvest festivals. This weekend, I'm pouring wine for La Mirinda Weekly, which is the newspaper I work for, and that is at the uh, another food and wine festival. So check it out. Stop by our Be The Star You Are booth if you are there. And our teams are going to be hosting a live Express Yourself at the Pear Festival, and, of course, I'll be talking dirt. And uh, we can eke out the last buds and blooms of the sunshine season before we begin putting our beds to uh, our yeah our gardens to bed for a long winter's nap. So, what are some things you want to do in the garden right now? Let me just give you a few tips before the end of our time together. 
It's time to feed the irises with a low-nitrogen, well-balanced fertilizer. Don't overfeed. You've got to keep the fertilizer away from those rhizomes. You can dress up your fall patio by taking advantage of plant and furniture sales at your local retailers. Right now I'm seeing prices as, as inexpensive as 50% off. You can stretch before using your green thumbs as all that pulling, bending, twisting, and lifting require warmed-up muscles. I know I do a lot of gardening, and I tend to get sore because I forget to stretch, so make sure to stretch. Uh, you want to grill some of your homegrown tomatoes because, as I've said earlier on earlier shows, by grilling your tomatoes, you're adding inner SPF for the hot days of summer. The antioxidant plant pigment, the, lipo, the lycopene, increases skin's resistance to harmful UV rays. You want to feed and water our flying friends by keeping feeders filled with high-quality seeds and fresh water in the fountains and the bird baths. This is the time to grow plenty of lettuce and spinach. Not only are they tastier straight from your garden, but research has found that skin cancer survivors who munch these nutritious greens are less likely to have a reoccurrence. Now, that is evidence enough. You can also prevent cataracts by eating at least five to nine servings of colorful fruits and vegetables every day. It is the lutein and the zeaxanthin that have been found to help protect against eye disease, which is caused by the oxidative stress and the solar damage to the lens of our eyes. You can sow individual cloves of garlic right now. You know, and I'm going to try just planting a clove of garlic that I bought at the store. I want to see if it works like the potato. And um, you think when they sprout into scallions, you can eat them as scallions, and then you can mulch and overwinter them to develop into the full garlic bulb by springtime. You also want to filter the VOCs. Those are the volatile organic compounds that are like formaldehyde and benzene found in many homes and offices by bringing in the natural air cleaners. You know what they are? House plants. Any kind of house plant. Bring them in the house. Recycle uh, anything, your plastic bags, etc., because we want to save our planet. You can deliver stress relief to yourself by spending more time in the garden. A recent survey conducted by the Nursery and Landscape Association found that a major reason people garden was to escape the real world and to literally get closer to God through nature. So I call that gardening has its blessings. Fertilizing now everything in the garden with nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium, and calcium. The first three nutrients are found in most fertilizers, and calcium can be purchased separately in the form of limestone. Toss your top leaves of like baby carrot tops, peas, radishes, broccoli into your salad or tabbouleh. Don't use parsnip or potato tops because they are toxic. And you can reduce inflammation from spraying and sunburn by planting comfrey. So steep the fresh leaves in boiling water, strain, cool, soak your spraying or your sunburn, and then it'll promote healthy skin regeneration. So also it's a good time to start selecting your bulbs for spring. And hopefully you will celebrate a harvest, homecoming, and the final days of summer and raise your glass with a good glass of wine. Thank you for being great listeners. I'm putting up with all these tech issues I am having. I really appreciate you. Remember, you can change your lives and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style, visit StarStyleProductions.com. If you want to book a consultation, call me, 925-377-STAR. Make a donation to the charity. We are still looking for sponsors for the the Pear and Wine Festival. 
Visit btsya.com or bethestarur.org. My aim, as always, is to inspire, encourage, inform, and motivate. I want you to see beyond your physical being and know that you're already a star. And do read a book this week. Pick up one of mine, Be the Star You Are for Teens or Be the Star You Are 99 Gifts. Remember that love always wins, kindness prevails, and you are able to do what others say you can't. Smiles will make you happy. I am Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style. I thank you and encourage you to be the star you are. We will be together next week, and God willing, no more computer problems. Have a great week. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for tuning in every week for the Power Hour on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. Our goal is to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to reach for the stars and shine brightly. For further information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. You're invited to our Power Party next week and every week right here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel with the dynamic duo, the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, our health hero, Heather Brittany, and the pioneers on the planet. We'll pour more champagne for the spirit with positive, uplifting, life-changing radio. Until we play again, be the star you are. You are.